Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yes. I want a spell that keeps Wendy alive forever. Can you do that? Would be that's horrific, by the way. No, because she always lives. She always learns. This is what I want to die. Please let me die. But you're like, no, sorry, Wendy. No, Wendy. No, you can't. Because look at your mother. All right. Look at. Do you want to make your mother cry? Hmm? Do you? So Wendy? you would rather be surrounded by a quasi zombie dog that's miserable than have Wendy pass on to doggy heaven, For where certain. she can hang out with a bunch of other doggy in heaven. She doesn't even like other dogs. Well, then her heaven won't have any dog. Heaven is. It's a, first of all, it's not a place on earth. Heaven is a place on earth. Uh, hell is a place on it, earth. Well, it's because heaven doesn't exist. So you have to make it a place on earth. So you have to live this life now. If you are, if you're wow. listening to the show right now, I want you to go out there. I want you to tell that woman. I want you to tell that man that you love them. There's not enough time out there. There's enough time. Kissel. What? I appreciate you as a friend. I appreciate How you. How about that? Remember that. How little time there is. How fragile we all are as a well, just not, bunch of buckets of goop. You're scaring them now. Welcome to Side Stories. This I is the main me- story. The main story is life is short. <laughs> is it? I can't tell. I feel like life is short in your final year when you're 83, but then the rest of the time you have to remember how long it was and how hard it was. And just, I think, I think we got a nice lifespan now. When we're talking about the Black Death, lifespan there, a little young. It was a, a little, little on the short side. But now we're, we're in that 80s range. I don't know if we need to go too much higher. I'm going to 175. I'm, but got, what's the I'm body? not using aluminum and deodorant. Um, oh, wow. I cut down to pork to two times a week. <laughs> um, I'm only drinking five days a week. That's two days off. I'm getting to 175. <laughs> that's a weekend for my liver. Oh, that's very nice. Like I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get the robot dick. I'm going to get a robot brain. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. No, you can't get the robot brain. You have to keep your human brain. Otherwise, you're completely a robot, and that doesn't. then you're not Henry anymore. I can't remember simple facts. No, absolutely not. Well, one of the things... Speaking of facts, we may have gotten some things wrong on last week's episode <laughs> sure. when we were All speculating right. about Whale Man, the Wait. guy who was a lobster. He was he was that down there looking for lobsters. 
like people do. And he, then he said, I was eaten by a whale. And then he had no bruises. And then I said, I don't know, a skeptical cap. But uh, his son went on AMA and his son was really nice. And his son said that he got eaten by a whale. So I believe him. Well, what we have now, what we now know. <laughs> it was kind of, I almost feel bad for talking about it because he said the, there was one question where he was like, how is your dad dealing with all the attention? He's like, he uh, he's he's overwhelmed. Yes, he's, he's overwhelmed and man. scared. Yeah, he's a simple man. He liked his lobster. So we collecting just- like they say lobster fishermen, but you just pick the lobsters up off the ground. Yeah, that's a lobster fisherman. I know. It's, I know you got to go down and get them, but it's not like because you take more need a lure. You know what I mean? You know, bring them into a boat with well, it. I'm now insulting all of our lobster fishermen listeners. You put it. You put the uh, you put the little crate down there. The lobsters are like that. Looks like an Applebee's for lobsters. They go in thinking they're going to get some appetizers. Mm. They don't realize they're the appetizer. That's what's going to happen to me. Exactly. Uh, but we. The main thing is the word eight. That's uh, what okay. people were getting hung up on. Yes. Everyone was kind of getting hung up. They were saying that he got eaten, but it's like no, he never went past the mouth sphincter. Whatever that is, the, the, where the, when you travel from a whale's mouth to its goods, he physically could not be able to get in there. We now know that. We know that. Also, I learned, thank you for everyone who told me, uh, whales, they don't really chew their food. They just kind of gulp it up like me at a buffet as I'm hammered in Las Vegas. Yes. They just pour it all in and hope they got something good. And I want to say it kind of soaks. We're already in a, tr- in a territory where we don't know what we're talking about. No again. clue. Um, but he said that he was probably stuck inside of just the mouth hole. And we just want to say what a brave man to manage to fight a whale and he survived. And now he will get nothing but ridicule. I don't He probably will sell a book. He should do some form of of like, man, if Nike did a line of lobster fishermen boat shoes. I would buy them in a heartbeat. This is the time for him to cash in, get some kind of, I don't know what you got to do, some kind of cocktail sauce, tie-in. Some I'm trying to think, what's a nautical? Oh, I like that. That's actually a great kind of design. You have a shrimp cocktail design. So you got a little pink on top, a mm. little red on the bottom of the shoe. Mm. It's all themed after the cocktail, shrimp cocktail, but it's for the lobster fishermen. You mean to tell me there's not a rapper slash basketball player that will not wear Nike lobster salad? Like themed. Not only will they cocktail not- shrimp. I think this one might be specifically for podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the only time ever where people who are athletic or really cool will be like, not going to wear that Nike. But then every podcaster around, they're going to have those cocktail shoes. Why don't we start selling a line of padded podcasting underwear <laughs> that has lined cushions in it and it's all about sitting with exceptionalism (laughs) like that's what it is it's all about like can you sit actively enough your ass needs the support as well as much as the fucking the arches of your feet extreme sitting um not only is that a million dollar idea somebody just stole it (sighs) and they're already and i'm already wearing them where's pinpoint oh no i thought that was just oh i thought that pouch was your natural body cushion Mm -mm, no sir Oh, you fancy. Mm-hmm. Any hoot. Well, Henry, I w- let's start with this. Oh, you also, you know what bit, another big correction was? It What's was that? It's Tacos de Mayo. Oh, not Taco Mayo. No. Taco the Mayo. But what I still don't understand, I know that everyone says it's like, it's like Cinco de Mayo, like the month, right? May 5th. Sure. But what you're still just saying... Tacos de Mayo, Tacos Mayo stuff. It's like that just May's Taco tacos, the May. Taco the May, ta- May time tacos. So it's, it's that's why we were having trouble understanding. Absolutely. Because well, otherwise, I we're the two of the smartest men outside of 
Uh, the a two guys series that of states, invent- Idaho, Jimmy maybe? and John from Jimmy John's. Wow. Yeah. Both apparently horrible people. Horrible people. Apparently. Anywho, Henry, if mm-hmm. I ask you to kill me, can okay. you not do it the way that this woman did it? Okay. So there was a woman, uh, her name is Elizabeth Durkey. The Durkey Turkey. I mean, exactly. It means a dumb turkey. Indeed, it's a turkey. Uh, She suffocated her grandmother and then lit her body on fire. Okay. But Durkey says it's because her grandmother was a little bit up there in age. She was 72 years old. And she's not that old. Not that old. She said that she wanted to die, so she was helping her grandmother uh, die. Even if that is true. Why, why, with the burning of the body and the suffocating, can you kill somebody? Kill me a little bit kinder, please. If you're going to suffocate someone, I guess if you're over 70, it's a little bit easier. But at the same time, have you seen Arnold Schwarzenegger? He'd be difficult to fucking strangle, and he's almost 80. Yes, he would be. But strangling someone, I mean, a little bit of an, a little bit of an education for audience. Strangling someone takes about three to four minutes of continuous effort. We learned that. I forget what series we learned that from. Arthur Shawcross and Kemper. Yes. Right. They, it takes a long time, and it's a physically arduous task. Ed, uh, Arthur Shawcross, he did it because he was 300 pounds fun, and he just <laughs> put the weight into <sighs> actually choking people. He had over large hands, and he would just clench. He would clench, and he'd just sit. And he just waits till you just stop jerking around. When you get it, your grandmother, because well, I bet you, because the, the grandmother, because my mother has had this conversation with me many times. Sure. How many times she said, Henry Thomas, when I have Alzheimer's, I want you to get your father's service revolver and I want you to shoot me in the head. <laughs> it's and still I was like, a felony. You're going to go to jail. We'll do it now. You know what I mean? But no, she I'm not. She has to do it herself. I know, but she's just, she'll never do it. What's she the loves law? herself too much. What's the law of putting a loaded gun by your grandmother or by your mother as she has Alzheimer's? Uh-huh. Maybe. Uh-huh. And maybe you do one of those things where it's like an Instagram thing where it's like, maybe it's a cake. You never know. You have to pull the trigger because <laughs> yeah, everything on Instagram is a cake and I'm getting a little bit freaking annoyed with it. <laughs> then are you guilty? I or don't know. Or maybe you're just aiding and abetting a murder. I think my mom wants Suicide. me to lift up the gun to put to her head just so that she can have the moment being like, did you really want to shoot me in the head? <laughs> just so she can see, she can always play every side of every mental game. You are but, emotionally so damaged by your mother. Yes, but when it comes to an old woman, I imagine she did at some point, this conversation came up. She says, when I when I am at this age, I am in so much pain, I want you to handle me. So what happens is, is that this young woman, this Miss Durkey, when Durkey <laughs> decided to go in, right, she's a a, a, a female? This is a Durkey. This, this is, a, is a lady. This is a lady. Younger, right? 36. Oh, uh, well, young. <laughs> yeah. That's young. <laughs> and so when she's strangling this woman, you know at some point the woman's like, not like this. Well, not like this. Like she didn't she didn't want to be strangled and then set on fire. Interestingly enough, the way that you describe it, I actually think is more humane than how she did it. So Durkey allegedly after dinner on June 7th, helped her grandmother into the bed. And that's where she said, I love you. And then she duct taped her nose and mouth until she stopped moving. So <laughs> fucking can't, God. duct tape can do everything. Jesus can't it? Fix a drain, kill Christ. your grandmother. Um, she killed her so like it was, she killed her like it was from a David Fincher movie. Yeah. So you don't, it's also, that's nightmarish. So you take your beloved Nana, right? And she's sitting there. She's just so being like, I can't wait to go and see what color the clouds are in heaven. If she even said that. Meanwhile, you just go. Oh, duct tape, I see you trying to fix that loose chair. Oh, that chair's been loose for so long. I'm sick of the, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you? (laughs) Shut up, Grandma, shut up. Like, that is. Also, after dinner, I'm sorry, if you're going to suffocate me, I want it on an empty stomach. 
because you're probably going to vomit. You immediately then, shit your pants. Of course, it's horrible. So there's also a two-year-old daughter in the house. So this grandmother is lying in this bed, duct taped up, nose and mouth, for four days. And Durkee's just going back, doing what Durkees do. I, I can't even imagine like drinking water all wrong. I have no idea what a Durkee does. They walk on treadmills when they're not on. You know what I mean? They just walk in place and act like they're exercising. Uh, Durkees also, um, they love just straight, raw ass. <laughs> you know, buddy? I freaking believe it. So she's pacing around the house, doing what Durkees do. And then she's like, I got the idea. Four, four days later, she just lit the whole house on fire. Um, so wow. she I think she just wanted to set the house on fire. Yeah, Durkee says she determined she would light their house on fire with herself and the two-year-old daughter inside, uh, but she later changed the plan and decided that she would leave uh, with her daughter and uh, have the house burn so that her and her daughter weren't in it, which mm. I guess was, that's a Durkee, that's, that's a... Thank you for that side of Durkee kindness. Yeah, that's a Durkee. She Durkeed her way to safety because she realized, oh, fire's hot. Me no like fire. No. Fire does burn. Not to mention she has a two-year-old daughter who was, of course, the ultimate victim in all of this. Um, and the grandmother. But, so well, this the woman, grandmother, I mean, hopefully the grandmother asked to be murdered. I. She's, this took place in Wisconsin. The I 72 I is said not that, that old. It's really not, now a Wisconsin. I mean, it's old, but it's not like kill me, kill me old. A Wisconsin 72. Let's remember the Wisconsin lifestyle. It is wonderful and great, but not necessarily conducive to longevity. No. The cheese, the beers, the religion. Uh, and a then lot of, of course, sitting. You got long winters. You're inside eating a lot of comfort foods. Yes, um, indeed. You have very intense, uh, a weird political divide. In your country, in, in your in, state, in the state. Sure, there is. Absolutely. Yes. So you're dealing with that. You're being pulled back and forth. You don't know who to believe. You're 72 years old. One thing, you know, one commercial is telling you fucking take colloidal silver. There's another commercial <laughs> telling you to store in the capital. It's just like all you don't know what to do. Next thing you know, you're doing cash for gold and you've lost all your money. So she is a Wisconsin 72. Her husband was dead. And according to Durkee, she said she wanted to go be with him. But every every grandmother after their husband dies, says that. My grandmother, who basically, on my mom's side, basically killed my grandfather. That, mm -hmm. and of course, the asbestos cancer, but uh, that's the what, poisoning. But my grandfather that's forgave what they do, her though. on his deathbed. Yes, and then for the rest of her life, she would look up to the uh, look up to the heavens and say, Herb, uh, and then she would like pray to him, but she hated him, and she made his life miserable. Yes. So all of that was just nothing more than a manipulation, mm -hmm. because, of course, she lived about another 30 years. Mm -hmm. And if I took every time she said, oh, I wish I was dead, like she would yearn for death. Of course. If I took that literally and did duct tape her mouth until she died, I think I would still be in the wrong. Well, because I Grandmothers really think— Grandmothers, that's just a part of their— this is part of their mental mindfuck. They are trying to make themselves okay with death by gaining agency over it, perhaps. Where you sit yeah, constantly, okay, that aspect. you're sitting constantly wishing for death, kind of wondering whether or not you will take it upon yourself. Because she's looking at you and she thinks that, like, maybe, <laughs> just maybe, my grandson's got the stones to do it. And he, he'll, he'll come in here because he's seen your eyes go black. She's seen you wrestle. Sure. She's seen how big your hands are. You know, at the time, you're emotionally maladjusted. So you're just like, you know... Yeah. God knows, you probably woke up several times strangling teddy, bear, teddy bears in your sleep. <gasps> no, I never saying. did. I'm just saying, I'm, I I'm not, floating. I, I, as, you know what my dream is about? You know what I dream about? Like the one that I had uh, today, hmm. uh, this afternoon, or this uh, this morning, um, which I guess goes into the uh, 10.30. No, actually, I was up in the morning. <laughs> Congratulations, Ben. Jesus Christ. <laughs> good, we're, good work. We're podcasters. Our day starts when the microphones turn on. <laughs> anyway. 
Today I had a dream where I was supposed to memorize all the songs from Ween. I don't know how that crept in there. Denver. And it, was, it, was, it, was the, it was the Ween fans from Denver that also drove the Subaru Apex. There was the show. It was three days from now. I don't know any of the damn songs. And I get very nervous. And then I have a tense dream. Those are my dreams. I don't dream about murdering my grandmother. Although I did have some memories because uh, I was hanging out with some old high school friends. One time I was farting in the back of her car. And then she just sprayed aerosol in my face for like five minutes. Probably got me all messed up. Yeah, but that's cute. That's it's like funny. a fun sitcom kind of fight. People don't understand grandmothers are some of the most dangerous human beings on the face of the planet for they, certain they've seen everything they don't care they're not going to jail well, especially she came there she came here from wartime germany no this is my mother's oh grandmother. this is the bad one yeah no <laughs> but this is the bad one because the <laughs> other one is, yeah the interestingly other one, enough the other one just turned a blind eye <laughs> but she was very sweet she was the one her pants always fell down yeah. europa yeah no my that's my mother's side that's that's uh that's um Oh my God, Lillian. That's my mom's mom. Oh, that's Her pants cute. would fall down all the time. She's the bitch. She was mean. <laughs> but she also got a lot of guys drunk in the retirement home. Yes, I remember. And, yeah, she brought the handle in there. I would. I was so bad at basketball, I was, but I was so tall, I would get my own rebounds, and then I would never make the shot, and then she'd stand up, her pants would fall down, and she would say, just give him the points! Give him the points! And technically, that was her being supportive, Yes. although also extremely uh, disappointed. And very uh, embarrassing. Yeah, of course. At the same time. Right. Well, you no, know, if I was going to kill you kissel don't worry i would buy heroin we would do it the old school way oh. we'd put you to sleep we just get you just got we'll get fill you with your favorite foods 25 we'd, years later after a great music career ben died we will just drive you to your favorite locations you can go look at like we'll go down to the porthole <laughs> we'll drive around you can go look at it you can go like anywhere you want to see and then we'll just shoot you up full of heroin in an applebee's bathroom we'll just uh -huh. leave you there the porthole by the way one of the more interesting exotic clubs in florida i was speaking with someone a gal who who um who bartended there she's like i used to bartend at the porthole and she put christmas lights on the bottom of the bar right sure because to kind of make it like a festive. little life yeah festive yeah fun. you feel like yeah maybe um, there's a holiday like time does pass inside of the porthole but then all the ladies got super pissed because she was fucking with their handy money because they give handies under the, and they're like, you can't put the light there because that's our hand. That's the handy spot. Anyway, the porthole is a uh, it's an American tradition. All right. Well, and you know what? I think it's still it made it through COVID. Yeah, it probably started it. <laughs> <laughs> that may have been it. Live from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. 
It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, this is a story that I just think is, I mean, obviously it's not fair, and there's a lot of things that are getting, there's, there, there are problems deep within the story, but this is side stories, and that's the whole nature of this show. Absolutely. Um, fast food staff arrested for not giving a police officer free burgers. <laughs> this come, This is from Pakistan, and I just think it's fun. I like this idea of just someone, this is the kind of police corruption I understand. <laughs> Um, all 19 workers at a fast food restaurant in Pakistan were detained after refusing to give a group of police officers free burgers last week. It's a bribery scam. They were trying to shake them down. Now, this is the new, this is apparently a big chain in Pakistan, which is Johnny and Jugnu. Oh, cool. In Lahore, they were rounded up at, what was it? It says... Don't even try to know that time. What it is? It's, it's a military time. 100 GMT. What is? G- <laughs> We're not. I think it means 1 p.m. Okay, this is not the first time something know, like though. this has happened at our restaurant. A statement by the burger chain said. Nine police officers involved in the incident have now been suspended. Senior provincial police officer Inam Ghani announced the suspensions on Twitter, saying no one is allowed to take the law into his own hands Mm -hmm. and justice will not be tolerated. All of them will be punished. So you're telling me all it took in Pakistan was nine officers to demand hamburgers for them to get suspended Mm -hmm. in this country. You wanted violence, you, random murders in the street. Fine, unarmed fine. people, children shot in the head, uh, people choked to death. Uh, in forums, they're not even allowed to do anymore. They're 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 they are shocked to death with the uh, what's it called? The fucking tasers. They're shocked sure. to death again and again and again. People blinded with sure. pepper spray. And then maybe a cop will get like 
a vacation for a week. Honestly, it sounds nice. It sounds like yeah. a way to get out of work. It seems like Pakistan is a little bit stricter on their police force. And dare I say that might be better because they can't constantly be going to these burger joints and shaking them down for meat. Upon rejecting their request for free burgers, more like a milkshake them down. Upon rejecting. Their, <laughs> I, I had to uh, stop it. it. I you, did it. You did it. Milkshake them down. Uh, upon rejecting their request for free burgers, which has become a common practice for them, the police officers threatened our managers and left only to return the next day to further harass and pressurize our teams oh my goodness leave these people alone they just grabbed it they grabbed the manager they handcuffed him they emptied the entire branch they took all of the kitchen crew including the rest of the managers they handcuffed them what the restaurant also said the staff were not allowed to close down the kitchen they said all of the fryers were still running customers were waiting for their orders and they're just out there all getting lined up and and handcuffed well now the more i think about it this is a this is a kidnapping. It's a kidnapping. This is not a demand for a burger. This has gone so insane. This is crazy. terrorism. This kind of is the scariest thing a cop can do. And I do think in this country, fast food, that might be where we draw the line. I think if you mess with the Burger King, they truly will come down and lay the hammer down on you. We notice we haven't ha- we haven't seen it happen. And you'll wonder who's, who's grease and what palms with the hamburger grease, mm. right? Who's doing what? Who, who? Who? How deep in the pocket is the police departments of the entire country? A big food, big food, big taco. Well, do they big still, hamburger? Let us know out there if you're working in one of these fantastic establishments. Are they still doing like the free donut for a cop? You know uh, that kind of stuff. I is, mean, is that still a thing, or has that sort of gone by the wayside? I don't I'm know. certain that there are places that you go and they, you know, they give you discounts. I imagine that, like to me, that seems actually pretty customary. If you see somebody in uniform, a lot of times you would give them some form like of like a discount. Nazi, like a Nazi uniform. So the, if, like, only if they've come from a school play. Okay. Because sometimes then they're actors. I remember when we did Diary of Anne Frank in high school. Are you joking right now? No, of course not. Wait, your school took on the story of Anne Frank. So, oh, you know how? Can think about the amount of just seriousness and the, oh, how the did educational. That get past? Like, what we did, the historical perspective us as fourteen-year-olds had. <laughs> well, I played Mr. Fondon because I was the fattest one. And I always play the older people. <laughs> what What was Mr. Fondant's role? Well, Mr. Fondant always was sneaking the food. <laughs> he always sn- he snuck the food, and that's why everybody thought I was the one who goes, I am looking out for my family. And I did that sort of accent, too. Wow. We went to state competition. We did very well with that play. Okay, it's just it's pretty it's it's an intense subject matter, but it, I suppose it is. And okay. we did the modernized version because there was two major Broadway versions of Diary of Anne Frank. There was one that was very kind of plastic it was very family friendly and it was way more about how like how sad the holocaust is yes because it was <sighs> okay this is a, a young girl hiding in an attic so she wouldn't be killed by nazis who then does end up dying mm-hmm. by the hands of nazis what do you mean it was light like how did they well, like what did they buffer it with it was just way more they didn't show any of the violence we did the modern <sighs> version of it where the end of the play was nazi officers coming in and rounding us up Right. Really fucking intense. If you're going to do it, do it accurate. And that's what happened. So I I agree with your decision. And we had a Holocaust survivor come and speak to us. She came. How triggering was that? It was it was interesting. We had to learn. We had to see because her whole story was. And we were up in oh the holes because she had kind of the same story where she was stuck in like an attic type thing hiding. Yeah. Like, and we dropped a jar of mustard oh and it broke. And we all stood in silence and we said. 
will we all die? Oh my because god! Because of a jar of mustard. But the thing was, she came in in a wheelchair, and then when I was watching her in the parking lot, she just got up and walked. So I don't know what happened. She could have been a whole act. I don't think that's true. That's not true. She's dead now. I'm, I'm God rest her. You know what I mean? God, God rest, rest her. her soul. Yeah, oh God, you know, uh, whatever I just, happened to her. I feel so bad that she survived the Holocaust. I don't feel bad about that. I love that. Um, I love that. I just feel so bad for her. She spent her twilight looking at the face of 14-year-old Henry Zabrowski, just being like, how do I get in the uh, inside the mind of a Nazi? And we ate a bunch of beans. It and was you huge ate for us. Beans. But at the end of the, we had to go and get, at the time, it was still very customary for people that did like historical costume like because now I don't think they do the full Nazi uniform anymore. Like where they had, I don't know. We got real vintage 1940s Nazi uniforms because also like you kind of don't want to answer being like, how do we get these here in Palmover, Florida? Um, but they uh, <laughs> also. Yeah, this is happening in Florida. This is happening large in Florida. Jewish community. I'm just wondering who was like, we got to go see that, honey. There's a lot of Nazi memorabilia inside of like the pawn shops and antique shops of these like very small Florida towns. And I wonder if it just comes from veterans because, you know, my grandfather had shit that he stole off the of dead Nazis. Um, what did he have? He had a gun. He had a oh, Ruger. Like those, oh, that's kind of cool. Which we had a Luger. Which was pretty sweet. He had like several, like he had things in his house. There were war trophies, but we had seventeen-year-olds in full Nazi regalia, and they were trying to get into like deep, like character. So they would walk around backstage and like terrorize us and shit, oh my and God. do all that kind of stuff. But it was, I think about that now about how like we definitely all went to McDonald's. In full, like, costume. And then, like, because after the show, we'd go to Denny's because Denny's was open late. So after the show, you'd go. And I remember them sitting there dressed as Nazis, <laughs> just e eating a, a, a fucking a moons over my hand. Oh, well, God knows. Innocent times. Innocent times when people cosplayed as Nazis and didn't actually hold Nazi beliefs. Uh, as much as perhaps some do now. Anywho, we learned a lot about the Holocaust that though that time, and that and that's when I and then I went and got my I got psychically regressed. I went and got I did hypnotic regression and I went to my past lives. Yes, because my mom was super connected to this. But you like were 16. fourteen years old. You're right there. You already remember everything. What are you regressing to? I went. and I saw myself in the Holocaust. Oh my God! You are such a white woman. You're like a white woman, and that's not even an insult. I'm just saying you weren't in the Holocaust. You were not there. I connected so you deeply are, to my your character. Mom, I can't because I knew I was there. I hate you. Okay, uh, let's talk about sugar water. Shall we? Sugar water. Sugar water. More sugar. No, that's fantastic, and I'm sure you did a great job in that play. And I'm sure your mother was very proud of you. I, no, did your she, mom go? No, she would never come to see one of my shows. Okay. Um, but when I also that's performed, great. I remember my biggest compliment. Someone said, "I didn't know they let the teachers act in the play." But I think that's because I was so fat. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, was what, that's what a character actor used to be. I know what character actors are. Well, maybe you're uh, a little bit overweight because of sugar. You have to be very careful. Mm. Apparently, uh, there's this woman. Her name is Karina Smith. She's 59. Uh, she attacked this dude. His name is Michael Baines. He was 81 years old. He was just chilling in bed because I think that's what you do. Well, they, I think they were in a fight. Yeah, they were in. A, they were in a bit of a uh, in a bit of a scuffle. And usually, when you like hear that somebody got burned, you're like, that must have re required some fire or some oil. But this woman, she she took some water, mixed it with some sugar, boiled it up, and then just made this man a human laffy taffy. And I just feel like another way 
to die that is absolutely worse than I could think of. I don't want to be burned with sugar water she to got, death. She candied him. She candied him. Karina Smith, 59 years old, to her husband, who was 81 years old. And so this was one of those, like, uh, they... they he's know. not dead. I, I apologize. He's not dead. He's dead. No, he's dead. Did he die? Oh, he's dead. Uh, he did die. Um, oh, my God. So, I don't apologize. According to this, this is in the UK. Um, so she was her husband's caretaker. They were in some kind of dispute, apparently. That's what they said. And another family member. Family member. So after midnight, she took a bucket from her garden and then went all the way. She set this all up. Ugh. And I don't know why she put sugar in it. It was because a big bucket. Because that's what's going to get the burn. I don't. It does it make it it's burn sticky. more? sticky, yeah. I would put salt in it. Have you ever seen? Sugar gets very dangerous. What? You can melt a sugar and it'll burn your face right off. It's almost as bad as acid. Not quite. It's a whale of a tail you're saying right there. Honestly, I, I don't tail. know. I don't know. I don't know who to believe. Um, but she poured the liquid all over him while he was sleeping. And then she ran to her neighbor's house and Tia saying, I've hurt him. I've hurt him really bad. I think I've killed him. Okay. Well, that's never a knock you want to get on the door. Just be like, who? Why? You did what? That's why I don't answer the door unless you text me first. If you, uh, if I, if someone knocks on your door screaming, I've heard him, I've heard him, you will, you have to answer the door. There's do nothing you? else. You, what else are you going to do? Only if I know, I guess if I know the person, but honestly, I just go <laughs> and just try to keep that whole plausible deniability factor of my life. So she was found guilty of murder. This was this past, uh, this was this week. And uh, according to everyone, they say this was a very brutal and painful way to die. <laughs> yes. She confessed to yes, manslaughter. You correct. Um, but the CPS, which is, uh, you know, the legal the, the, part of the legal process over there. They still wear wigs. They, they, is that right? They said, no, we're not going to let you confess to manslaughter. This was murder and you were deliberate and it was bad and it was considered. So uh, they went with the straight up murder as opposed to manslaughter. And um, I have no idea what they were fighting about. He's 81. She's 59. At Enough some point, to boil him alive, to kill him with boiling water yeah. is, I, I do think that, yeah, that's probably the worst way to die because then it took him six days to die. Hmm. So he had to go into the hospital, which sucks. Sucks. You're covered in third degree burns. Right. Sucks. You just, you scream and then you die. I'm right. certain they must have put a line in him and you give him a bunch of morphine and then you just kind of be like, well, I guess he doesn't love. I, I also am not quite certain because I know that it. I know that you die as a result of burns because normally like when you're set on fire, you suffocate, right? That's normally the if way it's a good you die. situation. I would just breathe in really quick yeah. and be like, I got to pass out here, dude. Yes. But I also, when you get burnt like that, I'm not quite certain what it is that kills you besides just the general trauma, which well, could kill you, especially skin, at 81. Skin is the largest organ on the body. You mess with that too much. You mess with too much skin. And you're going to find yourself dead. Is that true? Because I know when they painted that one girl gold. Did she die? She died. It was on gold dust. Was it gold dust? Gold member. Gold Re dust is the wrestler. wrestler. I painted. I, I, gold I, member is the awesome powers movie. Gold finger. Somebody died? Interesting. No, I, I'm I, saying. I, I'm maybe saying a fucking. I spray painted myself with gold in college one time for fun and I didn't die. Gold, gold, gold woman painted gold. Dies. I'm looking this up. I'm looking. Okay, this up. let's see I'm here. We have a Google up. search portion of the show. I'm gonna look this up. I'm here we go. And no, she died at 76. 1976. Yeah, Very she was nude, story. and then the, yeah, she died in 19, she died in 70. Well, she dies at 76 in 2020. Oh, Whoa, she just died. Oh, she just died. No fucking shit. So she was painted gold 30 years ago. And, and nothing she, happened to her. It's got nothing. It's not an interesting story, and it's not pertinent to what we're talking about. Fantastic. So the thing is, 
This woman, Karina Smith, again, she's 59. She killed her husband, who was 81 years old, Michael Baines. They were married for 38 years. So we have a situation here, 81 minus 38. <laughs> that is... Well, she's 59. And she's 59. It's 22. So she, 22 years. So he got a spring chicken. No, because they were married for 38. Whoa. So he got a, he got a real young gal. He was in his 40s. And Whoa. then... Yeah, hell yeah. I Good don't know. Him. Well, sure, but then it seems as if there may have been something. It, you it's because because she we talk about him a, to death. we talk about abusive relationships, and there was no one more dangerous than one of these thirty-something-year-old gals sniffing around the eighty-year-old, waiting for them to die. I don't know, but that that's point, scary. If you are at that point in your eighties, you're in your eighties, and you're looking at one of these thirty-year-olds, and you know you're going to die anyway. At least you can get a couple of nice suckies. Maybe you could like play with some boobies well, right before you die. I mean, honestly, that's that, what you're looking for. That's what Anna Nicole Smith did with her billionaire guy that she... He lived the dream for about five years. His family was a little bit sad, though, because then they lost a lot of the money they that they wanted. They should have had bigger tits. And they should have had better jobs. If I'm they, with you. I actually support if, Anna. If that family wanted more money, they should have been Anna Nicole Smith. They could have made themselves into Anna Nicole Smith. Well, take care of them. Make oh. yourself dis- indispensable she was another, to the rich. Anna Nicole Smith, RIP. You know, I still think about her sometimes. Her lawyer, Howard Stern, not yeah. the radio DJ, her lawyer's name was Howard Stern. And that man, I almost think, I'm surprised no stories have come out about him. Because uh, I think he kind of killed her. Something did, f- <laughs> I forgot what happened I to him. forget the story of Anna Nicole. Like, I remember her death. Everyone was, like, super shocked. But then also, like, this lawyer was really weird. He's 52 years young. He does look not a day over. He's got libel and defamation lawsuits all over him. Uh, um, prosecution for conspiracy. Oh. Um, they said because he might have been involved somewhat in the death. They don't know what happened there. So, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a troubled individual that you don't want to trust. Okay, there you go. All um, right. So be very careful. And if you see your significant other cooking nothing but water and sugar, just staring at you like you're about to become a fantastic, luscious starburst. You got to say what's wrong, babe. I'm sorry, babe. Babe. And get some flowers. Get some flowers, guys. Come on. It can deflate so many murders. It could. Live from your grave. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, You can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse picks. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders... I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly, you know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. So this is the story of another useless young man. Iowa man, 20, accused of killing parents and younger sister inside home, and he's been allegedly blaming a mass intruder. He's been doing the, he must have been some kind of Asian. Which is uh, a joke from... Um, cable guy. Cable guy. Um, Alexander Ken Jackson. Uh, this guy, he killed his parents, 61-year-old Jan Jackson and 68-year-old Melissa Jackson, and his sister, 19-year-old oh Sabrina Jackson. Oh, my God. What a scumbag. And the reason why it happened is the same thing that happened last summer. Do you remember we had that other wackadoo dude who killed his parents? Um, because they asked him to move out. Get out of the house. You're 20. I, had a, I had a countdown, a.k.a. calendar. As soon as I turned 18, whoosh, 
I'm out of here. Well, it's because also I, we were. Well, who wants to stay at home with their parents? What's nice about your parents creating an unpleasant environment for you to live in is that it makes you independent. It makes <laughs> you want to leave and do things. It makes you want to live your life outside of your parents' home. Yeah, the amount of the amount of stress and trauma that catapulted me out of my home. You almost think perhaps it was needed in a way. It, honestly, it does help. I had a th- I thanked my parents later on. You'd be like, you helped me yeah. get out of the house, and it was really nice. Absolutely. Um, but this guy, he didn't want out of the house. So he shot everybody in the house. And then there was one family friend that was staying with them who only wants to be identified as Alexander who got shot in the foot. And what he said that he did wake up to being shot by a man in a mask. But it seems to be the same exact shape, size, (laughs) height. And because he is a specific shape. He is. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a uh, he's he's a hoss. He's a doughy dude. And so they went in there and he was wearing a mask and he thought that he would be able to get away with it by shooting everybody. But he was wrong because guess what? He is a moron. He is a moron. Also, this reminds me a little bit of Amityville. Uh, This story is is he going with any kind of possession angle? Because in his defense, I'm sure he's going to hear voices and no, he spoke he, to he spoke to satan is or is he just like i'm a fucking asshole his whole thing is i was asleep and they a man came and killed everyone and i didn't hear it i just woke up oh. to a massacre buddy and you gotta wrong. lay off the ambient yeah it if, doesn't you, really you're work sleeping like through a mass murder at your house also let's be honest if an intruder broke in he's killing him first because this guy is the biggest threat to the intruder of course the intruder goes down the line of the most powerful and then does what they do with the uh, with the people who can't physically beat them so his whole story is horseshit that's why i say cut the gas line explode the house that's what that woman did earlier to her grandmother yeah but if you really want to wipe gas- everybody out that's how you do it you do it fast Okay, and it's really hard because honestly, they really have to figure out if you can cut the gas line in a way, then no one can really tell what's going on. They could say it's some kind of mechanical, like, faulty thing inside of your home, and that then insurance doesn't even look for arson. Yeah, that's very true. Although I think that's half of insurance companies is just looking for. Uh, um, actually, that would be a fun. Well, they don't pay anything. Insurance companies don't pay anything anyway, so it doesn't matter. I don't know. Do any gas pumps work in this country? <sighs> but I seriously don't know what I'm paying. For my insurance, because it's not accepted anywhere. So I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It's kind of fun. It's fun. It's cool. It's cool. It's It's cool. I'm not not filled with rage about it. But it reminded me about the Tyler Hadley story that I was, I forgot about this story about the dude that killed his parents so that he could throw the rager of all ragers in his house. And there's a really good Rolling Stone breakdown of his, that whole story, because he is just such a piece of shit. It also kind of brought back like high school a little bit because you know the whole thing was that he was this kind of loser quiet guy at school and he kept saying like we're gonna have a big party at my house on saturday and everyone's just like fucking big if true see if it happens (laughs) and so like all day people being like party's going on tonight and he's just like maybe hit me up dude hit me up you know everyone's just like all right we'll see what's going on and then finally he sent out one facebook message being like Party on. Oh and then everybody gosh. rolls in. And then he did beat his parents to death with a hammer because oh. he had to take three ecstasy pills to do it to psych himself up. He beat the both of them to death. He said that because I thought he ecstasy was supposed to make you love people. I don't know. Okay. Honestly, I would never use ecstasy to kill somebody. You know what I would use? I would look at my insurance paperwork. Yes. Because that's what really riles you up. But he uh, he had to go through. But this story is really interesting because they just trashed this fucking house. And everybody knows. But you should read that Rolling Stone yeah, uh, breakdown of it because it I forgot just how number one big the party was and how brutal the murder was. Yeah, dude, I don't like it. Look at your kids, man. And just be like, you tripping right now, dude? Because I heard that uh, that makes you want to kill your parents. You being tripping aggressive right now? 
Also, the inverse of that, check out Mom and Dad. Love that movie. I like Parents' Revenge, too. I do, too. But yeah, some of the messages, just to show how young this Tyler Hadley kid was, he's uh, doing a text exchange with Antonio Ramirez. He says, sup, bro? And then Antonio says, chilling. What you doing tonight? He said, trying to have a party at my crib. This is so 2014. He's a crib. And he said, your parents ain't home? He's like, nope. And then Tyler said, well, they're leaving soon. And then he said, party at my crib tonight. Maybe, and then he killed his parents. Yes, and then, then the party was parents. fucking on, dude. But then they just absolutely destroyed that house. But you know, it was really interesting to see how many eyewitnesses were like, "Man, and then fucking the beer pong, like the ball, fucking fell into a bunch of like it was like red. It was just like crazy fucking red, like mud. <laughs> this, guy, this guy was like everywhere. And know it's like you pick it up, and we're like game on, whatever, bro. And I thought it was weird that it was like red. I was like, oh, what kind of chocolate sauce? Yeah, right, let's go. Beck is here. But yeah, they were all slathered in blood. He the also, house was slathered in blood. He beat the fucking he beat them to death with a hammer. And so yeah. he said it took him three hours to clean up the blood. And then it wasn't until the Jesus. next day when he called his buddy over. He's like, "I gotta tell you something fucking important, man." And then they walked down to the stop sign, and he's just like, "I'll kill my fucking parents, bro." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Why?" Are you telling me? <laughs> and with that information, I don't know what to do other than slowly back away. And unfortunately, you forced me to call the police, which is something I hate to do. I don't want to call the police. And initially, Tyler, this guy was such a prude. He said, don't smoke in the house. But he knew his parents were dead. But then after the party started happening, he was like, you can smoke inside. He got cooler as the his party went parents were His cars, his parents' cars were parked out front of the house. No one had a single single thing to say about it. They're all like, you know, one had said anything. They obviously didn't leave. There was just one room you couldn't go into. Dude, some of this shit is. Yeah, check out this Rolling Stone article. There, there was a at one point a so skater on some kind by. of vacation. He's like, so wait a second, what happened to your parents? He's like, your party was fun last night. Uh, he's like, and then he's like, hey, you know what's crazy? I might have one again tomorrow night because my parents might be going away for a while. Whoa, You're like, dude. wait a second, are you moving or your vacation? It's some kind of vacation. He's like. He's gone away. Dude, these are such children. At one point, a skater goes by. He says, or at one point, a skater says, I smell dead people. And then this dude, Mike, looked up and was like, what's that supposed to mean? And he said, oh, I don't know. Some people are smoking. That's all. So it's just, again, it's scary because you have the mind of a child, but the body of a teen. Because the dude, he's a big guy. Where he was like, a, he was a. He a was fairly, six foot tall. Like, yeah. dude, like he just turned on his parents. Because that's the oh. thing is that that's why I'm always scared of high school kids. Because they're the ones with nothing to lose. And they're jacked at 17. They're all full of hormones. They're technically supposed to be squirting children. If this was medieval times, they're supposed to be <laughs> making a bunch of uh, people that to work the field with their cum. Yeah, well, I guess they could also, and it's also murder the casual, their parents with a hammer. This is also such a high school thing, too, and a young kid thing, too, which is like the casual thing of like Tyler telling people. He's like, I don't know what's going on because I'm thinking of fucking killing myself. Right. And they, everyone just being like, word. Yeah. All I know is trust your kids, but verify and uh, lock the door at night of your room. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, that's the key. Yeah. Keep a barrier between you and your child after 16 years old until they get to 21. Sure. Or until they just get out of the house and then they can do all of the fun things they've always wanted to do. Yes. All right. Well, let's do Hero of the Week. Yes. Okay. This week's Hero of the Week. It's another dog. So this is Digby the dog. I'm just glad it's more more heroes that 
actually can't choose what they're doing. Yeah. Well, this dog did. So this woman was suicidal, and this dog, his name is Digby, and Digby is super cute. Adam Wurtz's dog's name is also Digby. I know. Will I Jack love Russell. it. Yep. So she had this idea. She was getting um, really depressed, and then um, she used to be doing a lot of therapy and stuff. And they called Digby a diffusing dog who was used during talk therapy. So this woman was super sad. And then they called up Digby and Digby said to her, I know what you're going through. I'm Digby the dog. Everything's going to be all right, dude. Don't even worry about it. Digby is cool. Digby is here for you. It's kind of a and trick. She didn't. And then she didn't commit suicide. Yeah, it is. It a works, trick. though. They bring out a cute dog. I've never heard of this before because she was sitting on she was sitting on the balcony. It was, she was sitting going to jump. Yep. And. They just bring out a cute dog by the cops. And they're like, see this cute dog? I'm telling you. That's, that's it's the brilliant. It's brilliant. It works. This is what uh, this is according to um, Digby's trainer. They say huge thanks to Digby's handler, Matt, for a superb job today. The training and support he gives Digby every day and what the duo do for crews who have experienced traumatic situations. Hashtag dream team. Uh, that's huge. But honestly, you know what you need to do for me? What? Have you ever read fucking about the jump? What? I need a big old aluminum foil pan filled with pulled pork. Mm-mm-mm. And then I'll roll and be like, all right, I'll give it a try. Yes. Is this, is this Carolina? Carolina pulled pork? Is that the one you like the most? I don't know. Isn't that the dry? No, Carolina's- that's vinegary. Which is the dry? That's Well, technically, St. Louis. Is that Kansas? St. Louis, Kansas City, that type, that's a dry rub. Mm-hmm. Texas is a wet rub. I like that wet rub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what your behaviors are. Anywho, another message about Digby says, my own experience can testify that dogs can pull people back from the very lowest moments. All power to Digby and especially to the lady. I hope she gets all the support that she needs. And look at Digby there. He's Digby's a, kind of a cute. bigger dog than you might. Oh, he's a cute little. He's just a good dog. He's shaggy. He's good. And also, apparently Digby sucks dick. No, he does not. That's how it helps. No, that would not be good for Digby or anyone. Okay, let's move on. Henry, you have letters. <laughs> letters. Now time for some listener emails. Thank you. A few years ago, I was living in Denver, and one of my coworkers was told me a very recent story. Hmm. A few frat boys that they knew were messing around in the many fields of Colorado, which we saw. It's, what a beautiful, beautiful Abs- Man, Colorado place. is so freaking gorgeous. And again, thanks to the people of Denver who came out to Red Rocks, everyone was so unbelievably sweet. It was to be incredibly, those incredibly hip, those neighborhoods it. like Reron and <laughs> L- L- Lilo. I didn't experience those. It was fun. Okay. Um, and so these these frat boys, they kept running up on some groundhogs to scare them and looking in their groundhog holes and all that shit. These are some college kids, no older than 22, just some hard-headed frat boy types messing yeah. around. Leave them alone. Leave, leave them the, alone. Leave the groundhog alone. About three days later, they all started feeling sick, noticing little warts in their skin. <gasps> they go to the doctor to see what's going on, and they find out it's the bubonic plague. What? Yep. They were probably surprised and terrified of that news, and then it got worse because the plague had already started showing lesions. There was basically nothing that they could do. The plague is pretty easy to defeat if you catch it quick with antibiotics. But at, at that point, the doctor told them they basically had about three days to live. What? All of them died. What? Moral of the story. <laughs> Don't fuck with groundhogs. Don't fuck with groundhogs. We learned that from, well, I guess that was a gopher in Caddyshack, but similar. How, there's no other explanation? How they, they just looked in a hole in the ground and got- Fleas from the groundhogs jumped and bit them while they were there and oh. gave them the plague. It is still out there. Bubonic plague is live. It's real. It, it's not looking for a comeback because ah. it's right there. Oh my God. Just when we weren't horrified enough, the okay. bubonic 
plague is still out there. This is a story that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to read this letter specifically because I brought up on last episode about the idea that Disney hides the fact that nobody dies on Disney grounds by if you die on Disney grounds, they move you off in order to declare you dead somewhere else. Sure. And according to Snopes and to certain other people in some incensed emails that are like, that's a fucking myth. It's not real. I mean, you don't all okay. sound like that, but some of you do. Many do. Many but do. the thing is, is that I know from certain personal connections that it is indeed real. So you're pushing back on Snopes. And I have a statement from okay. somebody that agrees with me wow. that says that this is real because I've looked this up before. Okay, I believe you. So we'll see. Maybe maybe it's deeper. Maybe it's deeper, deeper. It's even more incorrect, but who knows? I, I challenge me. I don't care Snopes. because we're here. About, this is about illumination here. We're I learning. agree. And Snopes is not uh, impervious Didn't, to being wrong. Who knows? So regarding to Henry's statement on the latest side stories about Disneyland and their policy on death at the park, no one is ruled dead on site, no matter how cold the body or how much of it has been done to being hosed off the ride. And he is absolutely correct. I work graveyard and have for a while. Hearing of other employees dying in the park, while not common, happens a couple of times a year. It's usually due to that heart attacks. That seems kind of common. <laughs> I mean, if you have hundreds of employees, okay, right? Who yeah. knows? All right, all right. It's usually due to heart attack or pre-existing conditions. The latest ones I had I had become aware of is an older person who works on the rides had went off to do a job on his own. And when they went to go check on him after failing to return for a few hours, they found him dead in a maintenance bay. The other is a worker who was working on a large theater on site and that the public has access to and it had happened again overnight. He had not tied off property while working in the rafters and fell several stories down onto the chairs below. And, that, and the ride that is currently being built for Toontown led to an outside contractor's death as he was crushed while laying down new cables and the steel plates that had held back the dirt for the trenches failed and fell on top of him with dirt pouring on top. The last oh one I had gosh. witnessed shortly after the incident, before the ambulance ambulance and news vans had arrived disney's way of getting around to this most often is to get emts to respond over paramedics as emts cannot pronounce someone dead and must wait until the body is transferred to a hospital or a doctor to call it this is much more common with the overnight crews as it is easier to hide from the public eye if you're interested in more gruesome deaths then check out the things that have happened with at the Matterhorn, that the Matterhorn, which is true, the Matterhorn's always closed down. Woman falling and getting cheese grated until only her legs sticking out were the identifiable parts. Jeez. Big Thunder Mountain, coupling and axle failures leading to a nearly decapitated head of, head of a man and severe head injury to a child. Rivers of America, an improperly secured boat leading to a dock anchor shooting off and smashing someone's face in. The monorail, <laughs> multiple crush deaths from riding over people trying to sneak into the park. Songs of America, another crush death. That's a cast member. Roger Rabbit ride. Parents what? trying to hand off a child to another car, dropping child, and they to get and they get pinned and crushed between the vehicles. They were trying to hot potato their kid while they were on a freaking well, car ride. ride. And the Roger Rabbit ride just moves in circles, like all frenetically, right? And the people mover. Two separate events of teenagers trying to jump between cars and getting crushed and killed, leading it to be nicknamed the People Remover. <laughs> but just no, but that's why. So it does happen. Right. It does happen. It sounds like it does. And it's all with the backdrop of Looney Tunes music 
and just like fun, like, hey, aren't you having fun? Aren't you having fun? Big, beautiful tomorrow. I'm getting crushed by this monorail. But it is fun. And here's one last, this is one last story. I went to St. James for a few years as a kid. This is the story. Remember the nun last week that mm-hmm. got arrested finally? For stealing some old, of that money. Yeah. yeah $835,000. Like, she embezzled. Yeah. She, she had to go to Vegas and gamble. Sure. My dad wanted me in a Catholic school thinking thinking it would be safer than public school. We weren't particularly religious in any way and other than being Irish and Latina. So as per tradition, you're baptized as a baby. Done. Sure. Anyway, I was in elementary school there and I was a weird, queer, weirdo nerd who was not well socialized because overprotective dad and therefore was awkward as hell and bullied daily, especially by the kids who had money. One day, a couple of years in, and a few bitch fests later, everything culminated in a sit-down because I finally got back at my biggest bully. During a game of Pictionary, I had drawn Miss Piggy, but instead, I said it was this homegirl who used to tease me the most. I knew I was going to get in trouble, but I was over it. Once pulled into Mary Margaret's office... No, no, of course not. But once pulled into Mary Margaret's office, I had asked why she had never did anything about stopping the people who teased me. She said... Some people were made by God to be bullied. Oh. And I was there for the others to feel better about themselves. What the fuck is going on She's in the nunnery? Mean. This is a mean-ass woman. Also, she could tell I was gay, right? Gay game sees game here. A-sister is what she says. And that God couldn't help people like me. Oh. I was damned to be a loser. And when my dad came in and I told him what she said, she called me a liar to my dad and said I was a filthy lesbian. Oh my goodness. Which is, hey, that's, she tore his right. So this woman's always been a bitch. Yes, she has. Yeah. Wow. And then so they she's... pulled her out. And that was at 10 years old. Oh my God. Yep. All right. Well, fuck that nun then. I defended her slightly just because she's a small like gambling it. habit. I, I also love- like people who embezzle money from the church. It's kind of funny to me. It's also, fun. you think about a nun and then she's like, but the, it only works if the nun is very pious and very sweet. Of and course. And everybody this, loves her. And, and everyone you, loves her. And then yeah, you find out she has a bunch of money inside of her crevices. And uh, she's walking out with a large <laughs> gate because she's stealing all the communion cash. So yeah, that's but incredible. Fuck that. Fuck that nun. And I'm happy that you made it through that as a young child. Welcome. That can be very, very devastating of to course. deal with. From a, especially coming from an authority figure. Yes. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Guys, we are prepping you right now because we're going to be saying this next couple of weeks. We're about to do a big date dump. Date dump. Date dump. Date dump. 2021. On you. Because we are going to be hitting the road hardcore. We can't, can't tell wait. you where we're going yet. But we want you to know that we know where we're going. Sort of. And then you will know when we're allowed to tell you. Yes, and of course. Isn't that great? That's information. Because, this is what we were told to say by our agents. Yeah, they uh, they don't help us at all with messaging. So we promise you we have some dates coming in the very near future. Very we soon. can't wait to see you all on the road. And again, thanks to everyone who came out uh, to Red Rocks. That was just such a once in a lifetime. I am so overwhelmed and, by uh, last week. Everyone was just so sweet. And I can't. I can already tell people we had a little, we had, oh my God, we're adulting. So we had a baby shower for the three women that we know are pregnant. Um, and it was just so amazing to get everyone together again. People yes. You don't see and people who you could tell some people who stayed in their house for past year and a half and other people who like so associated with folks a little bit. Yes, because it was like, do you remember humans? No, it means um, a lot. It's very sweet. It's just it's so good to see human faces again because you can remember that all of the things that you read about on the Internet are not real. And all I the like time. to see their faces and I like to see people's so get, faces. You can connect again and it, it does mean quite a bit. I, you know, I, I focus a lot on teeth. Isn't that weird? What? All right, everyone, you have to do your triple L. 
I, I'm just so confused, but I guess I love the idea that you live. I think of teeth. Uh, you you I look live at teeth your life looking at people's teeth. I don't know. I, like what? Like you want to collect them? Like they're no. I, I kind and of then attracted to mouths. And, but the, the people's teeth. teeth are, you laugh at the idea of smashing their mouths and no, taking their teeth I, and making them to cufflinks, and that you love no, that. that. That's a thing that you it's like. Not like that. That you think the teeth are human jewelry or. No, did you finish it? Yes. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're happy and, and safe out there. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustulations. Hail me. Indeed. Don't kill your grandma. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.